Welcome back, Derek Hansen, with you and along with the, uh, another Barnesville native, Connor Lewis, part of the Minnesota Vixens who just defeated the Cali War to head to the national championship in D1 for the uh, WFA. And that will be taking place a week from Saturday, July 24th in Canton, Ohio. Connor Lewis is with us. Hello, Connor. How are you? I'm doing great, Derek. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Congratulations. How exciting. I'm guessing uh, the, the players are pretty excited for this opportunity. Thank you. Yeah, this uh, whole season, it's been a long season coming out of COVID, a lot of precautions. Uh, we moved up to Division One this year, so to make it to the national championship game is a huge accomplishment. Yeah, for sure. And you're facing the Boston Renegades, and that's kind of, you know, I don't know what it is with Boston area and football, but they've been kind of the New England Patriots the past couple of years of uh, this league, right? Yeah, they have a really, really good team, a large team, which makes a huge difference in women's football. Uh, really, any football team did not have to play both ways. Uh, they're really crisp. They've won the last two national title games pretty handedly. Uh, so it'll be a really tall task for us to match up with Boston. Now, how did you get involved with this? I remember, and, and for you know, people who don't know, you actually played. I remember substitute teaching, one of my former students, substitute teaching. You played football for quite some time throughout your high school career, right? Yeah, so I actually played tackle football with the boys. Uh, per se from I think it was sixth through ninth grade um, and then I switched to uh, doing stats and continued my basketball career through college uh, along with football thing and uh, but football has always been my first love and my main love and after graduating from undergrad from the University of Minnesota Morris I found the Minnesota Vixen which is the longest running women's tackle football team in the United States We've been around for 22 years. We actually have a few players that played on that original team and have been playing all 22 years, which is really insane. Um, and so I tried out back in 2017, made the team, uh, played linebacker and quarterback. I've been uh, was an All-American a few times, uh, but uh, had a few injuries. So this last year I transitioned into coaching and I coach wide receivers. Wow. So that, how exciting. You must have enjoyed playing, right? I mean, and the fact that just knowing how competitive you were watching you play high school sports, <laughs> this really had to be a lot of fun for you, those two years or three years that you got to play. I mean, how fun was that? And what did you like more, playing quarterback or linebacker? Um, so first off, like playing for the Minnesota Vixen was probably the best experience of my life. Uh, just the team, the camaraderie, uh, the people that you're around, the community, but nothing can take the place of walking onto that football field. Uh, pads on, pads I never thought I'd put on after you know finishing my ninth grade year of high school and uh, strapping up and just being out there, whether there's one person in the stands or a, a thousand or more. Um, it's a really amazing feeling. I, I love playing linebacker probably the most. Uh, my favorite is to be in pass coverage. Uh, pick sixes are potentially my favorite part of football. Um, it just changes the whole momentum of the game. And you get to go back on the field as a defender right away. <laughs> That's right. Um, and the quarterback is its, its own its own beast. Uh, you have to know everything that's going on. Uh, you really get to lead the offense. So I really enjoy playing quarterback as well. It's more of a, a read option type quarterback with some throws intermixed and was used uh, in situations where we needed a little bit of a bump, but I wasn't our, our, our main quarterback for our team. 
Connor Lewis with us, one of the uh, coaches for the Minnesota Vixen, going on to the national championship game for the WFA as they defeated the Cali War. And I want to go back to what you said about uh, size making such a difference because I'm going to kind of get into some you know biology and all this, but you know with like professional football, you know that the offensive linemen they're going to be 300 pounds, six five, right? I mean everyone's pretty. It's kind of a cookie cutter thing where. You know, body types for women, it can be very different. So I'm sure that is, yeah. is that what you're referring to there? Um, well, originally I was referring to the number of people on the team. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of teams that are up and coming. Uh, there's a lower division for newer teams, and they have, you know, 20 to 30 players. So a lot of their best players are playing special teams, offense, and defense, which is, if anyone's done that, it's very tiring. So by the end of the game, it doesn't give you much of a chance to match up with a larger team like the Minnesota Vixen, uh, but interesting you say that about women's bodies. So we uh, definitely the hardest position to recruit for uh, for women's football is O-line and D-line. And that's really where our team has stood out this whole year. To find large athletic women or large women that believe they are athletes uh, can be challenging. Sure. If you think about it, uh, how many female sports have large uh Body, bodies with, for women that are large. I mm. mean, men, you have you have tackle football, wrestling, maybe throwing and track. And when you bring it to women's sports, you pretty much only have like throwing and track for the main um, women's sports in the United States. So that we have a lot of um, um, like ex soccer players uh, on our line, and a few other women that never really realized their full potential in other sports because of their size and found a home um, on the Minnesota Vixen and. Those are honestly my favorite stories on our team as a whole is seeing those women um, year after year improve um, and and really embrace their size and realize that it is a, it's, it's powerful and it's beautiful and it can be used for such a great purpose. Yeah, that's such a great point, Connor, because I think for so many people, and it happens with both sexes, but I think for, you know... I, to believe that you're athletic at a, as a bigger person is hard, right? I mean, and mm-hmm. I think, and I think that would, I mean, it's got to be quite a mental thing as far as recruiting to convince people that certainly with the women, it can be with, for men too. But I, I think that's a great thing that you're doing for that because it has to instill some self confidence too. Right. Yes. The, the amount of self confidence I will sing that, uh, sing praises on that is. Um, the from year one to year two, year three, the amount of self confidence, especially in, in that those position groups, just grows um, exponentially. But even in other other position groups, like year after year, you just see so much improvement from rookies to their third or fourth or fifth year. Yeah, Connor Lewis with us, one of the coaches for the Minnesota Vixen. They're going on to the national championship game here in a couple of weeks. And you know, you mentioned size playing both ways. That kind of brings you back to the high school days because you know we see this quite a bit at the high school level and even some small colleges. If uh, you can have everyone focus on one position group, that really does matter. So I'm guessing if you don't have to play both ways, that's kind of a nice thing for if you can get 40-some players. Yeah, and our team are fortunate enough to have over 100 I think even over 150 women try out um, and non-binary athletes try out um, each each year. So we have uh, some pretty good pickings uh, around here. It's it's pretty big down here and uh, in the in the Twin Cities region. Um, and we also have a really strong base of veterans that come back year after year. And having that veteran leadership uh, for your teams and for your team and for your specific position groups 
it's huge. They just, they know football. We can talk um, high level football from the beginning and get the rookies up to speed pretty quickly. Uh, and that's, that makes a huge difference. I mean, we have athletes coming in with all different types of backgrounds. Maybe they've never even touched a football before. And we have three, four months to, to whip them into shape and, and make sure they know what they're doing on the field. Interesting. I'm guessing, I mean, it just kind of how, is it a lot of just speed? I mean, do you have a lot of uh, talented, you know, running backs? Is that kind of the key to winning this league? How does it go? Yeah, so there are a lot of teams that uh, round get, the ground game is the most important aspect of their game. And just like any level, you have to have a solid run game, you know, before you can really have a, a passing game that's going to um, make a huge difference. And we're fortunate enough, we have kind of a three-headed attack on offense, we have a, an All-American running back, Grace Cooper. I think she leads the league in over 1,400 yards uh, from scrimmage this year. Um, she was a former track athlete at Bethel. Uh, quads of steel and ready to run through anyone. She runs very <laughs> angrily. And then we have uh, two wide receivers that um, are also All-Americans, multi-year All-Americans. One is Sam Barber. She's former Division Three Basketball Player of the Year um, out of Stevens Point. And Kaya Segula, who was a UMD point guard uh, for four years. And both of them, Segula uh, is a bit shorter and quicker. And Sam is uh, a bit taller and has the length. Uh, but both are quick and both take pride in blocking. Um, those two are pretty much our quarterback and throw it up in their region. And they're probably going to come down with it. And if they're not going to come down with it, no one else is. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Well, it's so fun to hear the excitement in your voice about this, uh, certainly your love for football, and I'm guessing it's got to be a thrill to think that you're going to the home of the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame to play a game. I mean, that's that's stuff that dreams are made of. Right, yeah. I mean, this is uh, going to Kansas has been on my bucket list for quite some time, and now um, going there with the team will just make it even more memorable. Uh, we always have a, a location for the National Championship game, so it's a neutral site. And to be going to the birthplace of football um, is really awesome that our league's providing that opportunity this year. Well, it's got to be great. I'm sure that the players maybe not you know aren't getting rich doing this, but if this can keep on growing, they can be kind of like the the folks that we see in black and white films in the NFL to build all this, right? Yeah, that's the goal. I mean, like I said, we've had a uh, we have a few players that played with the original Vixen 22 years ago, and and there's been a lot of blood, sweat, tears, uh, cost going into this over the years um, and we everyone has full-time jobs we have to athletes have to pay to play um, each year it's cost up to a thousand dollars fees, and that isn't uh, including uh, like travel expenses so a lot of players try to get sponsorships um, or people can adopt them through our website and, and donate some money to them because it's not a, a cheap thing to be doing but um, everyone that's there loves football they're there for the love of the game they're there for their community they're there for their teammates and we always talk about the why why we are playing who we are there for and so many people it's for um for the next generation for other for other little girls out there to realize they can do everything anything and everything whether it's football or something completely different um that's totally fine but we just like giving that confidence and we do we do some like uh camps for for young girls and just to see their excitement and uh, let them get out of their shells because a lot of them come in not believing that 
you know, football is, is a girl's sport and uh, they have the skill, you know, all, there's so many girls out there and women out there that have the skill to play football, uh, but have just never been given an opportunity to. That's great. Well, I'm looking forward to, I think, is it on uh, direct TV or something? I think that, that the actual championship game is on. I, I think I heard that somewhere this week. Am I correct on that? Or? Uh, yes. So direct TV channel 623, I believe okay. is the, is one of the ways to watch it. There's also something called For the Fans TV that there should uh, it's like a streaming service, or you can get it through streaming services such like Roku. Um, and those are the main two ways to watch it. And actually, the announcer is our the Minnesota Vixens' own Minnesota announcer guy. Okay. Follow him on Twitter or Facebook, and he's he's great for our team and for our league. Um, very big in promoting women's tackle football. I love it. Connor, this is a great story. Congratulations on making it to the national championship game in D1 of the Women's Football Association. We're certainly proud of you in our hometown, and we'll keep you up to date. If you win the national championship, you're going to have to come on on with us again, okay? All right. Sounds good. All right. Sounds good.